What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the third episode of On The Come Down. My name is Palmer. Behind the desk, we have Gates, as always. And tonight, we have two special guests. We got DeAndre, little DG Poo, and Lap Lapplesauce, Johnny Lappleseed, hanging out in the corner. Um, so if you hear extra voices, it's not Gates doing really good impressions. It's new people. Um, but if Gates wants to do some impressions, he can do that, too. Um, but I guess before we start, I just want to say thank you guys so much for the positive feedback that I've gotten on the first couple episodes. Um, if you saw that the first episode is now taken down, I'm just going to address it. I did take it down. Um, I know a lot of you found it funny, but it was kind of, I, I couldn't advertise it to a lot of the people I wanted to because it was a little more inappropriate than I was hoping to go with the podcast. Um, so I removed it and we're just calling last week the first episode, maybe later down the road, uh, I might re-release it for a little fun for people who haven't heard it. Um, but nevertheless, I appreciate all the support that you guys have given me, all the positive feedback. It keeps me going, gives me the confidence to keep going. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. And also like talking about the inappropriateness, I just, I like that like last week my mom could listen to the episode because... I don't know. I love my mom and she, I said some nice things about them last week, but anyways, enough of this happy shit. Thanks guys. Appreciate you. Oh, also, if you haven't already go follow the Instagram on the come down pod last week, I said the wrong Instagram. It's on the come down pod all once one word. Um, and that's where you will find, um, clips and updates and just stuff about the new episodes coming out. So I guess let's, Let's get her started. Um, what do I got this week? What did, oh, what did I do this week? Um, I did work a lot. Nothing really fun happened at work. Oh, I got a massage this week. I went to, there was this, my dad gave me this random coupon for like a CBD massage. Um, and I didn't make an appointment fast enough, but I, I went in and I got a massage and it was super weird because like, it's in like this strip mall in Minnetonka, right? And you walk in and it was like also a hair salon, but each haircut was taking place in like its own room. It wasn't like a normal hair salon where like there's a bunch of sinks. Each hair salon had a different room. So like you open and close the door, which I was like, okay, that's really good for COVID. But like this building was clearly built before COVID. It felt like I was in like a movie, like Monsters Inc or something. It was super weird. Like literally everybody was separated. So I was like, I'm going it on it. It made me feel like I was kind of like in a dystopian world. And like, there was like testing on everybody. Cause like, you know, the women had like the, I never understood what they were doing, but like every like comedy has it. Like the old women sitting there with like the big bowl over their head. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. What do you know what they're doing? They usually have curlers in their hair. Not anybody in the peanut gallery? No. Zero no idea what's no idea what's actually happening to their hair but they always have like a magazine and their legs are crossed like oh my god i know my nephew jamie he's so cute he's just a little guy he was playing baseball last week he got two home runs that's how i picture old ladies talking um but anyways that's what they were doing and i'm like they're being brainwashed that's what my mind went to (laughs) yeah no it made me feel like like katniss everdeen was being brainwashed i wasn't really sure what was happening but then so I go like there's a separate room for the massage or whatever, and um, she 
she's like, oh, like, do you want the CBD massage anyways? Because I told her I had the coupon. I was like, great. She's like, okay, it's 3% THC. So like, you're not going to get high, but like, you'll feel the benefits. And I wanted to be like, do you have any like that 7, 8%? Because that would be great right now. Didn't ask it. And then they do the thing where like that every massage person does. They're like, okay, I'm going to leave. And you get undressed to your comfort. And I can't not think about friends. I really can't go through my life like daily without thinking about friends. But there's an episode where Phoebe like comes back in and Paolo is just butt ass naked. And I always think about that. I don't know why, but that's just like, there's a good joke in that episode where they're like, was it? And she's like, oh, Boy Scouts could camp under it. And I'm like, that is a good joke. Um, but anyway, so I, I, I get undressed to my comfort. Do you care to share? Uh, boxers. The briefs. Okay. You know what I mean. Six inches? Mm, no. Well, I don't know what Lulu boxers are. Okay. Weird flex. Um. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> but I was, I was wearing the blue flower ones. I was looking good that day. Just the boxers. So, I, um... But then you're, like, sitting there with, like, your head in the hole for a while because, like, she hasn't come back in yet. And you're just kind of sitting there, like, like just waiting. And it's kind of weird. And it's, it's like a weighted blanket on you, and you kind of feel like you're in a straitjacket. It's, like, kind of soothing, but kind of not. And it was – she had some interesting music choices. It sounded, like, straight out of Skyrim. It kind of sounded like Skyrim and the Halo 3 theme song mixed. It was very weird. Like, it was, like – Oh, I was like, is this, am I listening to Bangarang right now? I, I didn't know Skrillex did massage music is kind of how I felt. Um, and then the whole time I was just afraid I was going to rip ass the entire massage. Cause you're like so relaxed and I'm just like, I'm going to fart. Did you? I didn't. I held back. I held one back. But then like, like it was, she like, so I had her focus on the shoulders because I got a lot of shoulder tension. And uh, there were like times where the problem was I couldn't enjoy it the entire time. Because after my shoulder surgery, I haven't like really had anybody touch my shoulder. And I've had people tell me like, oh, it could be like muscles. It could be scar tissue. So like I was really worried for her to like go near that shoulder. And so the entire time she was like massaging me, I was like, my shoulder's going to dislocate. Like, it's such an irrational fear and it's not going to happen. Like, that's just not how anatomy works. But I, the entire time I was like, I'm going to re-injure my shoulder from this fucking massage. And there was one time where she literally, like, she hit the right spot on my shoulder that, like, my left leg, like, kind of raised. And I started to get a cramp down my left leg. And I was like, I like, how do you mention that? Like, how do you just be like, hey, I have a Charlie horse right now. Can you... Do you fix that for me? Yeah. Hey, I'm cramping. So could we simmer down? But not where you're actually working. No, no, not, not where you're doing anything. And then there was, she, she pulled, she pulled a lap mid massage. Yes. Lap. She pulled a lap. I go, and she's like, just keep it, keep an open communication so that I know like if something's more sensitive or whatever. And I go, yeah, great. So she moved over from the left to the right shoulder. And she was like, um, uh, she was like, I, I, oh, sorry. I go, yeah, um, just so you know, like that shoulder is more sensitive. So just like 
keep the pressure a little lower. And she goes, mmm. And I go, Lap is massaging my shoulders right now. I, it made me, she just, that's all she said. She didn't go, okay, awesome, totally. She goes, mmm. I go, did that intrigue you? I'm, I'm so confused of what's happening. It's a good looking shoulder. The three scars, ladies love the scars. But it was um it was a wonderful it was a wonderful time. And then I like always come out of, and like the room's always dark or whatever. And then I always like leave the like massage and like the lights in your eyes and you just it's like oh like it's like a whole new experience. And the rest of the day I was just like, I think I'm high from the C B D. I wasn't sure, but I was pretty sure that I was high from it. I told my mom to go get a CBD massage because, like, she has a lot of joint problems. And she's like, Palmer, I have lupus. Nobody is touching me. And I'm like, Mom, that's just not... As far as I know, that's just not how it works. I feel like maybe it could help. She still refuses to get a medical card. I want her to get a medical card. She thinks I want her to get a medical marijuana card simply for the fact that I can then steal her weed, which is only, like, 15% of why I want her to get one. Would I take some? Yeah. 20, okay. A generous 15, 20 at the most. But actually, I think it would help her. But like, she's the generation that still thinks weed is bad and still thinks like, you know, it's bad stuff. But I just think, I think both my parents need it. Dale needs to sleep more. Jen has hand problems. Ella, the wiener dog, needs some CBD in her life. There's a picture... My mom gave her, like, doggy CBD one time. And I'm not joking. There's a picture of her on her back, her legs up, her tongue out of her mouth, and her ears, since since she's a wiener dog, flopped onto the bed. It looks like in the movies where, like, or the cartoons where, like, Wile E. Coyote goes through the ground. That is what she looked like on the bed. She looked like she just, like, melted. Like, it was like, oh, what's that movie? Um, Sky High. The girl melts. You know what I'm talking about. The guy melts. Yeah. And it says, I top the world and melt with you. It's getting better all the time. Great tune. Um, Yeah. That's like what it was. And now my mom won't give the dog CBD anymore because she thinks that she's like hurting her. I'm like, mom, just, just let her sleep the day away. That's all I have to say. But so I'm, I'm trying to work in. I did, I did a project on weed. And, like, the legality of it. And, like, well, I did it how, it how it changed the economy. But, like, the entire time I was like, see, Mom, it's a good thing. She still won't do it. I think one day I'll get her. I think one day I'll just, like, come back from Colorado with, like, some edibles. And just, like, be like, Mom, we're going to sit down. We're going to do some edibles. You're going to sleep great tonight. And we'll just see how it goes. <laughs> Probably won't go well. No. Jen will not be pleased. The next day would not go well. She was on CBD for so long. She's like, I feel groggy the next day. I go, yeah, because you're sleeping well. You haven't slept well since, like, 1985. Like, maybe she was 15 at the time. She was probably sleeping well. I don't know. But, yeah, it's, I love her. But one day I'll get her high and she'll be like, this is great. Probably not. Mom, I know you're going to listen to this, so I'm going to get you high. Yes, Jen. (laughs) Everybody's on board. I'm down. I think Dale might be on board. <laughs> I think Dale might be Ella's like. Definitely on board. Ella needs some weed in her life. Ella is like, give me all of it. I still want to punt that dog. 
Lexi came over today with the cutest little wiener dog puppy. Lap, you brought up a great point. Wiener dogs are cute for like the first six months. And then as soon as like, as soon as they grow up, because their ears are so big and they have like extra skin and you're like, oh my God, it's so cute. But then they get to full size and they still have all those things. And you're like, you're not as cute anymore because I thought you were going to grow into it. And they never do. And you're like, the only reason my dog's cute is because she's a wiener dog, but like three inches higher off the ground than most wiener dogs. And that's cute. You know, she's also like weird looking. So you're like, oh, like, what the fuck are you? Like, th that's the vibe you get with my dog. But uh, we were having this conversation today about like which dogs are the best, small dogs or big dogs. Big dogs. Big dogs, hands down. Small dogs, I just want to kick. I, like, they're super sweet. But like, if you yip at me, I'm throwing you in the trash can. I'm sorry. It's just how it goes. Any dog you can put in your purse after a year. Literally, yeah, I agree. Like, just, you need to... If you're London Tipton walking that thing around, what was Yvonne? That was her dog's name, and she carried it around in a purse. Like, no. Veto canceled. 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 The word of the week. If you watched last week's episode, there was a question that said, what phrase or word do you use the most? It's canceled. I say canceled a lot. Can you start doing word of the week? Word of the week? I think that's a good thing. Word of the week. Word or phrase of the week. Open every episode with a word or phrase of the week. It's kind of like word of the day toilet paper. Exactly. There we go. Okay, so is canceled the word of the week? Or is veto? No, I like canceled. Canceled? I think, I think canceled is. Veto is a good one for that. Veto is good. Okay, canceled is the word of the week. You uh, Definition, if some... Well, I'll use it in a sentence. No, he's an asshole. He's canceled. That's the sentence. Origin? Um, Himalayan. I was going to say Hmong. It's weird that we went the same place with that. I'm, I'm a little confused of what just happened here. I'm a little... I've had, a, I've had one too many beer to think that that wasn't a coincidence. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so canceled. Use it freely. Use it openly. Um, use it responsibly. Stay tuned. It's Latin. Oh, is it Latin? Mm, I was feeling the Himalayan vibes. I felt, I felt the out. Can you tell me what... No, never mind. I did feel the Alps. You're correct. <laughs> um, what a gosh. Oh, this happened to me the other day. Uh, this was a fun little story. I, I already told the people in this room this story, but I'll tell it again for the pod. I was walking home from the gym. Yes, I went to the gym. Thank you, everybody, He's for cheering me on. My, I woke up this morning. I was like, I don't know if I can go on with the day. I, my upper body, I have not. <laughs> he goes, he goes, I think I have a pinched nerve in my arm. Oh, well, to be fair, I do have a pinched nerve in my arm, but it was fiery this morning. I was in pain. I thought about going to the doctor and then I realized I went to the gym yesterday. Um, but so I'm walking out of the gym. I'm walking from campus home. It's like a mile walk. And I'm walking past and just this cavalcade of girls come towards me. And when I walk, I don't really look eye level. I look kind of knee level and below. Big knee guy. Huge knee guy. But, so like, I don't know. And I had both pods in. I was, I was uh, listening to last week's podcast because I hadn't listened to it yet. I wanted to see how it sounded. Listening to your own content. I was listening to my own content because... If I make myself laugh, I feel like it's a decent podcast. I also hadn't listened to it. I needed to check up on Gates' editing. Turns out, pretty good. 
But anyways, I was walking down the street and I was like, oh, there are some cute girls in that group. But I'm like, I was kind of like, it kind of gave me like a high school, like cross country vibe. I'm like, why is there such a large group of girls walking together? Like, I'm confused. And then all of a sudden I, like I said, I had both ear pods in, so I couldn't hear anything. And I look up and there was this girl, not just skipping towards me, but like, high knee skipping bounding straight for me and i'm like am i going to be tackled by like a jackalope right now i don't know what's happening and isn't a jackalope like a bunny i was thinking of like an antelope a jackrabbit and an antelope a jackalope isn't that from like oh what's the movie what's the movie with the uh the kangaroo it's uh oh kangaroo jack yes so off topic. The jackalope is a folklore animal. It is. Isn't it? No, 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 no. It's, it's a... Yes, it's got like... Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm totally in it now. Okay, the jackalope. Describe to the people what a jackalope is. It's a rabbit with antlers. It's a rabbit with antlers. It's in some like cartoon movie. Anyways, so just this girl is bounding towards me. And she like jumps into my arms to give me a hug. And everybody who knows me, when I hug, like, my good girlfriends, I don't just hug them. I, like, hug them and, like, pick them up. I don't know what it is about me. I just do it. There was this sweet girl at Chapman. Her name was, um, oh, fuck. I was about, no, 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 no. The reason I just blanked is because I was going to say Mara. And that's just not her name because that's my cute little short friend here. (laughs) But anyways... So I had this friend at Chapman and I would like pick her, I would get drunk and I would just pick her up and I would just like move her to different rooms and then just place her down and like walk away. And I talked to her about it one time when I was sober and I'm like, I'm so sorry that I do that. Like, I don't know why I do that, but like, you're just so fun to like hug and pick up. She's like, yeah, I'm going to be honest. Sometimes you just like make me feel like furniture because you just move me around the house. I go oh no, like, I feel so bad. She's like, no, I love it, don't worry. Like, I love your hugs, whatever. I was like, okay. So then we decided that for Halloween, I was gonna go as Luke, and I was gonna get one of those baby things that you put on your back, and she was gonna sit on my back as Yoda. And I was just gonna walk around with her on my back. (laughs) We never did it, but I thought it was gonna be great. But anyways, so I just like, I just like pick girls up a lot. Or like my good... I don't just go picking random girls up. Like, my good friends, like, I hug and I, like, pick them up. And so, she just jumps into my arms and I'm, like, sitting there, like, hugging her. And it took me that long to realize who it was. Like, she ran towards me and between the time she was skipping towards me and jumping in, like, to give me a hug, it did not connect who it was. Turns out it was my good friend Taylor, Wenty phenomenal human being love her dearly super glad i got to see her but she jumps into my arms goes hi i put her down she goes bye and just continues with the rest of the group i go see ya that was the interaction so turns out i just walked past the entire u of m girls hockey team and just was not aware of what was going on and i just like it was one of the funniest interactions of all time but lap brought up a good point he goes the amount of, like, friends that, like, are good friends with me that just, they don't just hug me. They just, like, jump on me. 
Like, that's just like how I hug people. It's kind of the gay best friend vibe that I give off. That's kind of where it stems from. I saw Mara for the first time, like, a couple days ago. I hadn't seen her for, like, several weeks. And I literally just walked up behind her and just picked her up. Because I was like, I haven't picked you up in a while. It's like, I know it's been a while. And she knew exactly who it was when you picked her up. Oh, no. we I had been with her for, like, an hour. And I just was, like, hugging her from behind. I go, I have to do this. I just picked her up. I just felt... She's like, yeah, remember on New Year's when you were just, like, picking every... I don't remember New Year's, guys. What I do remember is being very drunk, and apparently I was picking girls up. All I remember from that night was we were at Carter's house, and I woke up on a washing machine. Now, the weird part about that is he lives in an apartment. The washing machine isn't in his apartment. It is like a communal washing machine. There's like several of them. I had fallen asleep on top of the washing machine and dryer with my feet on top of the vending machine (laughs) and Gates was on a FaceTime. (laughs) I just wake up. I go, Gates? He goes, yeah. I go, how long was I out? He goes, oh, like five minutes. I go, great. And just like walk downside. (laughs) And then I was laying on the ground and this girl walked over me. She didn't she was in a this listen this was a power move out of her deej was here for this he remembers it she literally like a guy we knew who i don't even remember who the guy was a guy we knew walked in with two girls and i was laying on the ground because i was just trying to grasp what was happening that night and the guy and the girl like kind of shimmied past me the last girl just walks straight over me with a skirt on and I'm just going to say it wasn't rocking spanks or anything. Straight thong. Straight thong. And I'm laying on the ground. And I was like, you know when you're drunk and you're like, your eyes are barely open. That was me. And all of a sudden I was like, I'm awake. Eyes wide open. And I just look at DJ. I go, that girl was wearing a red thong. He goes, what? I go, did nobody else just see this girl with a skirt step straight over me? I'm like, I wasn't even trying to look. I think she was sending a message. I have no idea who she was. I'll never see her again in my life. If you're out there. Maybe she was Rachel. What? Rachel. Rachel, the girl from upstairs. <laughs> I did not understand that reference. It took me a sec. There are a lot of Rachels in my life. To be honest, I thought you were making a friend's reference and I was super proud of you. Name another Rachel in your life. Um, from friends. I plead the fifth. Um, <laughs> actually, the only other Rachel that I thought of was Rachel Steinhoff from Osseo, but I haven't talked to her mm. I haven't even like thought about her in since junior high. Yep, yep, But yeah, that was that was a night. That was the night that I was running around with a kazoo in my mouth. Was that? That, that was a night. That was a night. That was the first night you met Bella. That was the first night we met Bella, and uh, yeah, I was I was running around with a kazoo in my mouth. Where did? How did we get here to this story? Ah. Picking girls up when I hug them. Wow. Twenty. I got it. You picked up Mara for a while at the beginning of that party. Well, here's the great thing about a lot of my friends. A lot of my girlfriends. I'll pick... Haley does it too. Love Hales. Mara does it. I think I picked Coons up that night. Um, Hannah Tyson used to do it. Dale. Miss you. Um, Like a lot of the girls I danced with would do it. I would pick them up and they would wrap their legs around me. So I would just like sit there holding them like on my hip, like you would hold like a baby, right? 
That's just the thought that comes I'm to mind. Picturing Molly's long ass legs wrapped yes. around your back. Yes, 100%. Rose would do it when like she came to like she came to uh, California and I hadn't seen her in like six months and she like wrapped her legs around me, right? That's what usually happens. And when Mara does it, like she is like probably like the smallest of my friends and she's just like, I don't know, like I'm used to lifting girls and Mara is super light for like who I, like, you know, whatever. And she like would wrap her legs around me and I just like walk around with her. I was just like, what's up? Like I just walk around with her. She's like, Palmer, you have to put me down. But if I have a couple drinks in me, bro, like I'll just, we, we can go get pizza like that. Like I'm, I'm totally down. I'm pretty sure we almost walked to Frank and Andrea's like that. The Palmer Express. The Palmer Express. Choo choo. The Mara Merwin train. I'm back on it. <laughs> Live update. I have now officially hopped back on the Mara Merwin train. We're leaving the station. This is my form of transportation. Shout out Max Merwin. Shout out Max Merwin. I love you. Also. Shout out Zach Merwin. Zach Merwin is also, I told her that I would give her a shout out. Emma Miller, love you. You're great. I'm, you wanted me to give you a shout out on the pod. I said you could come and hang out and listen to the pod. You said no. But anyways, that hurt. there's your shout out. That was nicer than the shout out I told her I was going to give her. True. So, nope. so, shout out to all my besties. I love you all. Thanks. But, um... Yeah, so that's but that's so that's usually what I hate you. So that's usually what they do is like they like wrap their legs around me. The funny part about how Wenty hugged me was she like pencil dove into my like she like pencil dove into me. So she just so I was just like holding her up like like she almost like you know you know (laughs) she limp biscuit. What name one limp biscuit song? That's what I thought. I can't. You went break stuff off rip for Limp Bizkit. Yeah, there's one Crazy. I know, but I don't know the name of it right now. Nuki. <sighs> Lap found something out for the first time today. What? Come on, feel the noise by Quiet Riot is spelled C U M. Yeah, I really don't know how you know that. that. He, you want to know how I found that out? Wait. Oh. This Pause. might not be true. Pause. Time out. Time out. Pause. This bit might be canceled. Haha. Um. <laughs> get a cancel counter yes. going up in the top left. So I really only use canceled when I talk to my girl, like my girlfriends, because they're like, I was. Is that not true? Oh my God, that guy. I feel like I, I use that a lot. Canceled three times today. I'm not talking to any girls. The most I've used canceled is talking to Martina and talking to Emma. Okay, fair. I say canceled a lot. Or about a girl. Or about a girl. Oh, that girl's canceled. I cancel a lot of girls. But, no, because I'm pretty sure that Quiet Riot is the song that the guy, Ren McCormick, plays in the original Footloose. I'm pretty sure he, like, pulls up, like, the... Because he he has, like, a... Uh, whatever like Kevin Bacon is like listening to music and then he gets like turned down like they're like hey you can't play that music in this town or whatever Footloose great movie pretty sure Quiet Riot is the one that he listens to and so I think that's how I found out that it's spelled that way Mm. I could be wrong I have no idea but yeah so I don't know how do oh the Wenty story you know like the you know the uh the fish celebration in soccer where you just kind of like jump I know that's like a just horrible exaggeration of how she hugged me because it was a, 
Yeah, because she was like, it was like a super sweet hug, but like, it was kind of like, that's how I kind of pictured it. Honestly, all the way home for like three quarters of a mile, I was like, what just happened? But anyways, it was great seeing Wendy the other day. Love her dearly. Um, yeah, that's, that was the story that we, we got off topic. So this is actually like a good story. So this just came up because I almost threw a skyball at Gates. But, ooh, Maui Toys. It's got a palm tree on it. But there is nothing funnier for some reason. So I get very upset when I play golf, right? And I have I rarely throw anything. Sometimes I'll fling a club. I saw Lap fling a club off the green the other day. Never have I seen Lap lose his cool you on a golf course. A it was because we weren't on Rush Creek. But we were playing with a random, which was very bumptious for Lap to throw a club. And it, was about, it got about three yards off the green. It was... You almost made a huge dent in the fringe. But, so, I, but, like, I always am, like, mm, and, like, I, like, fake throw a club, and the boys flinches. So I'll be on the tee, and I'll, like, hit a driver, and I just go, mm, and I, like, turn around, and I'm gonna, like, throw it, and Sam and Seattle will just be standing, there like, he's not gonna throw a club at us, and the boys will hit the deck. Like, he literally thinks I'm gonna throw things at him. So we were playing this, we were playing 2v2. It was C.H. and Du Bois versus me and Sam. Um, these are just names to you people, but like, they're my good friends. So, um, also Seahutch, I'm sorry that I made fun of Missouri. I know that you used to live there. I love you. If you've gotten this far in the podcast, fuck Missouri. Um, I'm, I'm really sorry that you had to go so much of your life drinking water out of a well. I don't know what to tell you. How does it feel to have electricity? So... We were playing 2v2. We were playing like a scramble. And we were... But we were playing match play. So we had two holes left and we were down by three. Because Seahutch was hitting like 30-foot putts. And I'm like, I just have never seen you play golf this well. He's playing with clubs that are two sizes too small for him. And he's a lefty. So he just does not deserve to be out on the course unless you're Phil Mickelson. Um, that was a shot at Gates. But anyways, so we're down. So then I just turned to Sam and I go... I'm just going to make Du Bois flinch as much as possible. So I'm in the sand and Du Bois is like coming, like walking to the green and I hit it, just chunk it. And I throw my club so far over his head. Like I knew it wasn't going to hit him. And he just hits. He's so scared. He's so scared. Then I walk up, I putt it. I miss it. I pick up the ball. Just total total pump fake make him hit the ground again and then i told sam i'm like we're just gonna make him flinch as much as possible so for the rest of the round we both would just like fake out like a throw and it was the funniest shit ever if you have friends that flinch it's kind of like the same thing as like people who get scared easily you're gonna scare them and now whenever i play golf with the boys i'm just gonna make them flinch even if i'm happy i'm just gonna pretend like i'm throwing the club and i'll make him flinch and it'll make me really happy honestly like a fist bump you'll probably yeah, I'll be like, yes! Like, I made the pot. And I'll be like, oh, shit. It's kind of the way that Merwin flinches when I go past him. Like, do do I hit Merwin's butt a lot to make him uncomfortable? Yes. Do I jumper cables him a lot to make him uncomfortable? Yes. But there are also times where, like, he was literally in our kitchen the other day drinking water, and I was, like, making dinner. And I turned around to grab something, so I had my hand out. And the kid damn near spilled all over himself because he was so scared. Like, he walks past, and I, like, turn around to, like, talk to him, and he's like, oh, and he, like, flinches. I'm like, I'm just trying to talk to you, Merwin. I think I've, like, 
scarred him. I kind of have like a image that he sits up in night at night with like cold sweats, like Poverno, and then like I just like I make him like that scared and that uncomfortable. But also like he keeps hanging out with me, so I guess he likes me to some extent, right? Hopefully. Or he's just scared that if he stops hanging out with me, I'm gonna find him. <laughs> I don't know. Planning your demise. Maybe he's trying to kill me. Is he a pl- is he plotting? If there's one kid to plot other than Beecham, it's him. And I live with Beecham, so Shout hopefully out. he's not. Shout out Beecham. Shout out Beecham. Beach, why aren't you in the room now? You're upstairs. Doing work. Is he working? He's home working. Oh, what a what a studious person. See, this is this is why I started the podcast because I quit school and I don't have homework anymore. This is your homework. This is my homework. Um, so I guess we are at the point in the episode where we're we're gonna go to questions. questions. Gates, the <laughs> producer. Is- the producer has not done his job and has not looked up any questions, so I'm going to stall for a second. Uh, so, well, okay, question. okay. Okay, so if you haven't listened uh, before, we like to do at the end of the podcast, I like to tell my stories, and then we transition into a time. Um, it's kind of based off Barstool, um, Answer the Internet, where you just answer random questions. But it's they're going to ask me questions, and hopefully we can get just a nice um, repartee with it. That's not the word to use. But, uh, yeah. So also if you're listening and you can think of kind of random funny questions that, I mean, you'll hear the kind of questions we're asking. If you have anything that you'd like me to answer, um, please DM the Instagram or send them to me and, uh, or yeah, exactly. Or once we get this on YouTube, put it in the comment section and, uh, I will, we'll answer them. That's kind of where we want to go, but we don't have any questions from you fans right now. So I got the producers looking it up. So sounds like because, okay, well, producer didn't do his job. So guest producer, producer one B. we'll just, we'll call him guest fan. He cool. is, uh, he's going to ask a couple questions right now. So hit us with it. Johnny Lappleseed. You have the, you got, you got to speak up so the mic can hear you. Johnny Lappleseed, uh, Boston Herald. Oh, nice yeah. to meet you. Background. We know Palmer knows a lot about movie characters. So I saw this, had to bring it up. Mm. You could pick a three man team. Two movie characters, one real person to join you in the Hunger Games. Who would it be? Movie characters to join me in the Hunger Games. Two movie characters, one, one real, real person. person. Movie character, Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. Keep in mind, you still have to get out. Only one gets out. Oh, so I have to kill both these people. Yeah, so you want to oh, fuck. Loyal and not get a bad no, answer. Hugh Jackman, wrong answer. Wrong answer. Um, I cancel him. Um, so, oh God. So it's people that I have to kill. Ryan Reynolds would be my real person. Cause, because loyal also like he might get me in trouble. He might crack a joke and then I'll giggle and they'll find us. But I feel like he would like be the one that like you're, he's dying and like, you know what I mean? So Ryan Reynolds also that kind of counts as Deadpool because Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool, same person. So Ryan Reynolds is my real human character see i want to say like an avenger but i can't kill them so we have to go realistic here um character would be ooh okay here we go flash from spider-man joe manganello because he could throw a punch but at the end of the day like i'm quick i can get him i can beat him so Flash from Spider-Man, Ryan Reynolds, second movie character is going to be 
I'm going to go TV character. I'm going to go Joey from Friends. Because he's literally like a golden I thinking, retriever. I was thinking you going him or or Chandler because one of them's probably dead weight. And like, yes. And like a running match. Yes. Chandler is kind of replaced with Ryan Reynolds, to be honest, because they would they would play the same role. Um, yeah, Joey, because I mean he he literally would run through a door for a chicken parm, so that means he would run through a door for me. But at the end of the day, I'd be like Joey, I need to kill you. He'd be like, I understand, and then I'd stab him in the back. So that's Joey from Friends, Flash from Spider Man, and Ryan Reynolds. That's my answers. I don't think you're winning the Hunger Games. I think I might win the Hunger Games. Who am I going up against? That's the question. I think the only I think the only one in that group. I think Ryan Reynolds might backstab you. The other two, you're solid. You're right. Ryan Reynolds might backstab me. Honestly, here's the thing. I'll replace Flash. Here's the thing. I'll replace Fa- Flash. Soap McTavish from Call of Duty. I'll, I'll replace him. As long as Yuri's in the ring, then he's dead anyway, right? Well, if Yuri's in the ring, if Ghost is in the ring, everybody's scared. Yeah, exactly. Soap. Soap's a great man, but he's nothing. He's nothing without a leader. How are you going to kill Soap? He dies. Soap does die. He's mortal. Listen. So is Homer. Yeah, but he. I think I think Lap brings up a great point. I need some more. I, I need some more firepower. And I think I think that Soap McTavish is my man. That's a fair choice. Thank you. Okay, I got questions. Or, no, I'm just kidding. We're not done yet. Takio? All you need is two swords. All you need to do is convince him to seppuku himself. And all done. you, just, all you need to do is bring him to, now we're just talking about Call of Duty. We're going to get away from it. I think I just hit the mic twice, so hopefully that didn't. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. So Producer. We have what if questions. What if? Ooh. Also, thank you, Lap, for the question. Appreciate it. All right. What if questions? Let's hit them. What if someone wrote a story about you? Okay. What would it be called? Okay. Would you be the hero or villain? Okay. And would you have superpowers or no? Hey, no flash photography, please. Laugh <laughs> was just taking a picture. Um, Cancel. <laughs> cut off. Cancel. What if somebody made a story about me? Would I be the villain or the hero? Name of the story. Name of the story. Hero or villain. Hero or villain. Superpowers or no superpowers. Superpowers or no... If somebody wrote a movie or a story about me. Yeah. Okay. I would be... Why it has to be a fantasy story, but it is. It has to be fantasy. Well, that's superpowers. Yeah. You're right. What? Well, okay. I would be an anti-hero. Mm. Deadpool. Deadpool, basically. I'd be an anti-hero. With no superpowers. I feel like I would be more of like a. I'd be more of like a Batman, where like I don't actually have superpowers, but like I would be crafty, kind of like a MacGyver type. Um, and what would it be called? It would be called, um, it'd be called, uh, mm, uh, it'd be called receding. There it is. <laughs> okay. But if you didn't know that I was making fun of my hairline, that would be a good title for something. Just yeah. receding. Because you don't know, like, oh, is he, like, what's receding? Is, like, the enemy line? Anyways, I like that. Receding. That be a larger plot point at work? It would. It would. Yeah, that's the story. All right. Receding. Receding. Anti-hero. Anti-hero no superpowers. Does not sound like a great story now that I really put out the plot. Sounds like, doesn't sound like a New York Times bestseller. 
kind of sounds like a you know what would be the like a parody account at best okay next question yeah <laughs> okay yep yep we're just gonna cut you off there on that tangent. love that if you woke up and found out you're the only person left on earth what was the first thing you'd do only person left on earth yeah oh my god bro i would probably like first thing i would do just dropped a quarter. What would I do? I'm trying to think of like all the movies where like you're the la last person on earth and like what's the first thing you do? Am I the only human on earth? No. Person. Only person. So, yeah, last human. I would absolutely, first thing I would do, I would set out to find like an animal companion. First thing I would do. Go find a dog, go find something, train it. That would be my first move. If I, if I was the only person on earth, I would go find an animal. And then go, like, get a gun and get ready to, like, hunt. Well, you really skipped all the fun things you could do when you're the last person. Correct. I like it. I, the only thing that could come to mind is, like, go, like, to a pump it up by myself. But, like, pump it up is more fun with people. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to get in the pump it up boxing ring by myself. Are pump it up still a thing? Yeah. Can we go? Or is there an age limit? I was thinking of Sky Zone. Yeah, Sky Zone's a thing. Is pump it up a thing? No clue. I'm just gonna say this. Whoever my best man is when I get married, I want to go to Sky Zone. I want to have a dodgeball Dodge tournament yeah. at Sky Zone as my bachelor party. Okay? None of this like. Let's go to like the, the Hyatt Suites. Like none of that. Sky Zone. If pump it up still a thing, that's we do that as well. And go karts. I think this is at Ryan DeBoy's currently. Currently, it's at Ryan DeBoy's. Get planning. But if that were to or change, Craig Sally, I'm going to need a membership to Manscaped. If you could hook me up, I'd really appreciate <laughs> you. You were like a second father to me. Still are. Next question. Hold up. Pause for Pokemon. No, no, no pausing. For no Pokemon. pausing for Pokemon. Next question. If it was discovered that there were live dinosaurs on an island, oh. a very remote island, okay, and they built a park. Mm-hmm. Unlike Jurassic Park and Jurassic World, separate things. Yeah, no, completely separate. It's like Cretaceous Island. Yep. Would you go? Mm, would I go? Yeah. No, no chance. Well, here's the thing. Is it like an amusement park or are they roaming free? I would have a helicopter fly me near it so I could see them. I would not get on the island. But to be honest, that's in the movies where the helicopter breaks down and then you're like stuck on the island anyways. So probably curiosity would, would kill me. Yes. Actually, very interesting. I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast a lot and my favorite uh, guest is Forrest Galanti. And he, he's a, uh, he has a show called Extinct or Alive. He goes around trying to prove that animals that have been called extinct are no longer extinct. Excuse me. And... He was talking about on the Joe Rogan podcast that there is this, there's like this mountain valley or like canyon in Peru that basically is like a circle of mountains and like you can't really get in it. Like there, there's really no way to get in it, but it's kind of like this oasis that like nobody has really been in. Like no human that is living has been in it. 
And they think that, like, some prehistoric animals, they think the giant sloth, like, if it were to still be alive, would be in that area. And, like, so, like, there could be distant relatives of the dinosaurs and prehistoric animals that we don't see in day-to-day life may be living in there because you really can't get there without, like, you know. Anyways, I would love to go there. That, like, so, like, when you said Dinosaur Island, that's kind of what I thought of. So yes, answer to answer the question, I would probably go because I would be very curious to see what's going on. If there were no long necks, though, I would be pissed. That is two episodes in a row that we talked about Littlefoot because it slaps. Land Before Time, top five movie of all time. Next question. Okay. <clears throat> have you seen iRobot? I have not. With uh, Is that with uh, Rami? No. Who's that with? What is that? The movie iRobot. I'm thinking. Oh, is is it Mister? Is it iRobot that Mr. Rami Robot's Malik? Mister Robot. I have not seen I either. iRobot is Will Smith, early 2000s. I have not seen it. So basically, it's robots. Obviously, if you didn't get it from eek, the eek. title. Yep. And they're in day to day lives. They uh, help people. They like. Yep. Okay. How would you feel with a robot companion in the near future? Companion mean like. Helper around your house. You have to clean. Helper. Okay. I, well, I didn't know if you were going like partner as in like love partner or like companion. I didn't know what you were going with. Like life partner. But okay. Companion just around the house. Yeah. Um, I don't think I would like it. I don't. Mm-mm. Even if it had like human interactions. I want a human. I don't. I'm not about that. If there are like robots that like. If, if there were. If there was like a machine that did things for me, great. If it was a machine that was basically mimicking a human and could like have a conversation with me and stuff, that's too far. I need a very distinct line between human and robot. So, answer, no, I would not like it. Not into that. Okay, final question. Final question? Do, 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 do. Final Jeopardy question. God, I miss poker. Okay. Elon Musk knocked on our door. Elon? Question, do you think he's, like, do you think he smells musky? No. No? Yeah. We have one no, one yes. Deej, you're the final answer. Tough one. Probably has to, right? He has to. I agree. Yes, yes to him smelling musky. All right. Final question. Beep, boop, beep. That's... How fun editing that. <laughs> you got to clip that to make that a sound bit. Anyways, if Elon knocked on the door. And said, hey, you've been chosen to go to space. Yes. But you get to pick your two other companions on the spaceship. Okay. Who would they be? Do I have to go? Yes. Fuck. I don't want to go to space. It's it tough. scares the shit it out of me. It is tough. It's like going jury duty. You have to. Ooh. But like jury duty, there's a chance you just sit in a room and don't actually do anything? No, no, you have to. Okay. You're going to space. Okay. In two days. Okay. Two days? Two days. Dale Krause is coming on the ship with me. Heaviest needs to be there. A, because I know that he would be very intrigued and like he would basically keep me alive because I would have no idea what I'm doing up there. B, I want one person that's smarter than me, one person that's dumber than me on the ship at all times. Because if I'm there with, like, two scientists, like, yeah, I would probably survive. But I'd be like, I, I I might just jump out at that point. I'm like, I feel useless. You know what I mean? So, Dale, 
me. I don't know. Who's coming with? I was going to say, is Dale dumber or smarter? Oh, Dale's the smarter one. Okay. He's keeping me alive. Yeah, no, Dale is keeping me alive. So we're going for the dumber one now. We're going for the dumber one. So if I call you out, I'm sorry. Um, smarter, not even dumber, but like just like less sciencey. Yes. Right? Because I'm not a sciencey person. Personally, I was thinking Dale was below you, and Merwin would be the one above you. Oh. Dale, yes, is obviously the handyman. Merwin's. When it comes to straight. Merwin's always below me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Come on, you set me up for that one. I I volleyballed it, or. Volleyballed it. You said it, and I spiked it. it. Hopefully, you can hear that audio because that was a really good interaction. But that was a good joke. Anyways, Dale is coming. Then me. Then. Mmm. Oh God, it's really hard to pick. Who else is coming to space with me? They have to come too. They can't. They have to come. They can't. Okay. Well, like I said, Dale would want to come. I wouldn't want somebody that would resent me for making them come. So, probably, oh god, it's so difficult to decide. I was going to say the boys, but I'd kill him. I would actually kill him if I was in that, if I was quarantined with him. No, I love you, Ryan, but I would kill you. Um, uh, I don't, dude, that's so hard. Who's the third that's coming? It's my dad, me, and... Any human being. Any human being. Oh my god. That's why I was really. You picked Sorry, Dale really I was hard. thinking people I knew. Okay, Dale though actually still would come even if I could pick any human being. Bill Murray's the third. Dale, me, and Bill Murray. I'm not gonna kill Bill Murray. Honestly, honestly, that's mostly that's mostly so that Dale can have some entertainment while we're up there and keeping us alive. Because I would bring Bill Murray. If you had to pick two friends to go. Two friends to go? So, like, not my dad, not Bill Murray. Mmm. Mmm. Merwin and Ryan DuBois. Oh, you guys would die. We'd kill each other. Yeah. But it'd be so funny. Merwin would be enough to offset your will to kill DuBois. Correct. Just enough. We would kill Merwin together. That's what would happen. It would come down to that. You know what I mean? Like, Merwin would be the mediator. Because... Here's what would happen is, Du Bois and I would be fighting about something stupid, just, ah, 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 and then Merwin, <laughs> I love you, Ryan, <laughs> and then Merwin would come in. I'm so sorry, Ryan. Oh, no. Oh, I've gone too far. No, you're canceled. Oh, I'm canceled. I found the line. Oh, so now this is. So now this podcast has just become me bashing people. I don't know what's happening. First my gonna, sister, I, then Du Bois. Ryan. I know that's Bubba's dream, and that's why I can't bring him. Oh. Also, I thought Gabe would work his way in there because that's his dream. Too. But I also can't. I can't bring somebody who's just their dream because then they would boss me around to keep the ship afloat, and I would rather just like die than be <laughs> bossed around. I would rather just like float into space and just like never come back than to be bossed around for a month to try to survive. If I was, honestly, if I was forced to be on a spaceship, I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't enjoy it. Because I don't, I'm not into space stuff. I'm not into sciencey stuff. So I really want to just bring two people that I'm like, we're just fucking around with. Not two people who like know a lot about it. Because then I'll feel like the the outsider. 
and I'll just want to be like, I don't really want to be here. It'd be a good month, but then you'd be like, I need to go back down to Yeah, like, basically, it would just turn into the movie Martian, except I they would decompose my body to make plants. <laughs> That's basically what would happen. So, um, that was the final question? Mm-hmm. Wow. How, what time are we at? 58, so like okay, great timing. Uh, what's the bowl at Malone you just had? The Poke Bowl. Poke Bowl, that's the word. I was going to say, then you taste like the Poke Bowl. I would eating, taste like the Poke Bowl. eating Poke Bowl for a month. I love Poke Bowls. I love how my manager, I, I ordered a lot of food. We just went to the restaurant to eat. I ordered a lot of food, and my manager had to comp the ticket. He comes over, he goes, did you just eat all that food? I go, yeah. He goes, what are you, high? I go, yes. Yeah, I might be. I wasn't, but I hadn't eaten all day. All right. Also... Just a quick tidbit. I just went into my place of work. We were there for what? Two hours? Yeah. Hour and a half? 45 minutes in, they did not know who I was. They did not. They're so used to me without a hat and a mask on. So, like, this is what they usually see. If you're not watching, you can't see. But this is what they usually see, right? Just eyes up. I had a hat on, so I was hiding my hair, and I didn't have a mask on. Most of the people there don't know that I have somewhat of beard. And Hannah, the girl I talked about last week, literally walks up. She, she like, was giving us our food. She's like, just so you know. She's like, how are you? I go, good. She goes, just so you know, none of us recognize you. I go, no, I was fully aware. She's like, oh, okay, good. She's like, ah, ah, is your first time? I literally saw her and Junior, my manager, talking at the desk, like, staring at our table. I go, she just said, did you know that's JP? And he goes, that's JP. I go, yeah, that's JP. That, like, nobody knew it was me. And I could tell because our server, halfway through, she, like, she carded me. She was like talking to us as like regular customers. And then about halfway through the meal, she comes over. She goes, JP, can I get you another one? I go, you guys just had a conversation in the kitchen and all discovered that it was me switch, sitting at 102. The switch flipped and all of you were like, holy shit, that's what JP looks like when he's not at work. So yeah. So I guess that's, uh, that's the episode this week, guys. Episode three, episode three in the books. Uh, I appreciate you guys listening, as always. Um, like I said, if you aren't already, go ahead and follow the Instagram on the Come Down Pod. Um, that's where we post our clips. Uh, that's where the link is for the Spotify, and that's just where all the fun stuff is going to do. Um, oh, also, thank you. Gates just brought up a great point. Um, I am doing this amazing event on October 12th called Golf for Hope. Uh, it is a great uh, golf event in partnership with the American Cancer Society. And basically what it is, is every person that signs up to play, we we play a full day of golf from 7 a.m. Well, roughly from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. It's from sunrise to sunset. And you just play golf as much as you can. They used to do it in the middle of summer on the longest day of summer, and they called it the longest day of golf. Um, this year they're doing it in October just because of everything in COVID. But so um, I'm, I'm playing in it this year with actually Lap, who's sitting in here, is playing with me. And how it works is each person that signs up commits to fundraising a minimum of $250. Um, and so this is my little plug for it. If you would like to donate to that, uh, like I said, it's in partnership with the American Cancer Society. Half of the fundraising goes to uh, breast cancer research because it's in October and October is Bre Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And the other half goes to the American Cancer Society, Twin Cities, Hope Lodge, who does a lot of great things um, in the cancer world. So I would really appreciate if you guys have any interest in donating, um, go to my personal Instagram, 
um, Johnny Palmsky, J-O-H-N-N-Y, P-A-L-M-S-K-I, um, and you will find the link to the GoFundMe page in my uh, personal Instagram bio. Um, anything helps. I really appreciate everybody who has already donated, and uh, thank you so much to anybody who might donate in the future. Like I said, it's on October 12th, so it's coming up in a couple weeks now. We are already 200 of the 250 down because I have phenomenal friends, um, but 250 is the minimum. So if we go over, anything that we go over goes to both of those funds that I talked about, um, and that's really great. Also, if I do go over my... If I hit my 250, I have two other people that I'm playing with, like I said, Lap being one of them, that are also fundraising. Um, so when I hit my 250, I will be updating my Instagram and uh, sending you their GoFundMe pages just because like I, everybody who's playing, it goes to the same funds. Um, so I would really appreciate if you guys would give that a look and if you are willing and able, um, toss a donation um, or just even read up on it. Just... Look, just see what you think of the event. I think it's amazing. Um, I would really love you guys looking into it. Um, but yeah, so that's that's this week's episode. Uh, once again, re- thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I'm glad that everybody so far has been enjoying it. And uh, we will see you next week. Peace out.